This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec, the podcast that keeps you updated and educated. Tech Guide, episode 482. Hello and welcome to our final show for 2021. Thanks for listening once again and for listening all year. This is Stephen Fennec. I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. On this week's show, why the workplace of 2022 is going to look a lot different after the pandemic. Hisense and LG have revealed their 2022 televisions ahead of the Consumer Electronics Show and Espresso reveals version 2 of its handy portable touchscreen displays. In the Tech Guide reviews, we're going to take a look at Epson's EcoTank ET4850 printer, which comes with enough ink to last for up to two years. Oppo has also unveiled its first foldable smartphone and the wireless phone charger that can also double as a photo frame. And we'll answer all of your tech questions in the Tech Guide help desk. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, the company that keeps you connected, and Norton, the company that keeps you protected. Well, it certainly has been a big couple of years when you consider what's gone down. We've had the pandemic that's been running basically since early 2020. We're now at the end of 2021. So uh, it's almost two years where we've been living under these conditions with lockdowns and working from home, learning from home. So it's been quite a shift for nearly everybody. I, 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 I I don't think anybody has been untouched by the pandemic, I'm sure in some way there's been some changes and some changes that are going to stick around. I think there's a lot of people who have tried things for the first time, like online shopping and uh, online banking and tap and go and these sorts of things where there was no other choice. And I think a lot of this is going to stick from now on. Now, that's the same thing we can consider when it comes to the workplace. The workplace is going to look a lot different in 2022, according to some research just released by Logitech. And the big changes we're going to see are all around hybrid work policies, more tools for remote collaboration. And I think we're going to see that the things that we adopted for in 2020 and also in 2021 are going to stick around. I think people have gotten used to the the situation and their work conditions and and they, they, I think they're going to want to maintain some of those things. So the research was conducted in cooperation with YouGov. So this is Logitech's research, and it surveyed 1,120 Australian office workers aged between 18 and over, so aged 18 and over, between uh, May and June this year, which is kind of in the heart of the lockdowns and what was happening around the country. And the shift in the workplace experience is really going to be changing. And the, the theme of the research is that this has been led by employee demands. The, the things that ha, has been uncovered in the research includes things like uh, remuneration v perks, uh, work-life balance, the technology needed to improve productivity. So uh, the, the re, one of the first things that that the that the research has uncovered is that normally when you're thinking about a job, it's you you think about 
the first thing a lot of people think about is, well, their remuneration, or what's the pay, what, what, what's it about? Uh, and, and the indication here is that in 2022, a job is not just going to be about the money. It's going to be about the lifestyle that it will allow you. So being able to work from home, for example, is now being seen as a perk. So if an employer offers that hybrid work facility or you can work entirely from home, that's seen as a bonus. And in fact, 42% of Australians admit they'd rather work from home than receive a pay rise. So that's how important it's become to them. Uh, So it is about the lifestyle. The other benefit for employees is also if they are looking for work opportunities, they're not restricted by their location. And I've said this on the show before, and I'll say it again because it works perfectly for this situation. Work is a thing we do, not a place we go anymore. I've said that for 20 years I've been saying that because the internet has provided that convenience. So now an employee, when looking at job opportunities, they're not restricted by their location. So that's the first thing apart after the pay, after the, pay the, the remuneration, the second thing people look at is well, where is there? Where are they located? Where's the office? Where do I have to go every day? Well, now with these new hybrid workplaces and remote working opportunities, those those opportunities are now not restricted by where you live. You could be employed by a country uh, by a company in another country in this current situation. So that that is another big change we're going to see. And the other thing too that, that came through in the research is all about this the work-life balance. It's been something we've been talking about for decades, the, the ability to balance your work life with your home life, having enough time to spend with your family, to do the things you enjoy, to, to exercise, to do all these things. And that's actually been one of the upsides of the pandemic has been the ability to work from home. Uh, using your internet connection, your video conferencing applications. And what that has allowed, it's allowed you to save time because you didn't have to travel into the office. You didn't have to go and meet clients in person. So it it has provided that work-life balance. And that's uh, agreed. uh, 44% of the researchers agree with that, saying it has provided a greater work-life balance. 40% of Australians went on to say also that the because of this situation, it's allowed them to be more active during the lockdowns as well. And because of that extra time that that's, they've saved from not having to commute and not having to have these in-person meetings, they're able to do more, to be more active, to exercise more, but also to spend more time on their hobbies and interests as well. All, all that extra time. Like time is a, a valuable thing, especially if you're working, you've got a family and you have these outside interests. What the pandemic has done is giving us back that time because we didn't have to travel in and out. Like You think about the, size, the, the length of a commute for some people. It could be hours that they've saved. It could, it's not unusual for p- people to commute. Their commute in the morning takes an hour, hour and a half, and the same thing at the other end of the day. That's, that's three hours you're going to get back in your day which really makes a huge difference, and especially when you're juggling a family, picking up kids from school, uh, and, you, and these other things in your life. Uh, so that, that's, that's also figured in this whole negotiations now in the workplace. Uh, the other thing too, though, that on the tech side, more than half of people surveyed by this, in this Logitech research, more than half, so 52%, said that their company should have invested more in technology. 
to help make them more productive. So the whole shift to working from home often involved people on Zoom calls and, and Teams meetings. And so th- th- that sudden shift, uh, a lot of people weren't prepared. They didn't have the equipment. They didn't have the connection. They didn't have the Wi-Fi speed. So they were, little, they were caught a little off guard. So early on, they struggled through the video conferencing uh, because they just didn't have the right tools. And so what what the this research is saying, that if there is to be this transition to this new hybrid work environment, there definitely needs to be an investment in new technology to help maintain, to help uh, produce or to complete that transition. And one of the products, actually, they did, Logitech earlier this year did release a product that did help with that. It was the Logidoc so this is a little device that connects all of your all of your monitors, your cables, your cameras, audio gear, all into one place. And what it did, it not only did it declutter your desktop though, your personal workspace, it also was able to do things like integrate your calendar, be give you the ability to do with one touch to join to join a meeting, uh, easily uh, control, turn your camera on and off, mute your audio, adjust your volume, uh, see your meeting status at a glance. So all those things that we had, we struggled to adjust to, adjust to when we were working from home, the Logi Doc really put that all in one place and really streamlined the whole operation. Because at the end of the day. We still want to be, yes, it's convenient to work from home, but we still need to be productive. We still need to be effective employees to do our job, to complete our tasks. And having a product like the Logi Doc certainly helped do that. But what do you think? Working from home, is, is your work, work life, workplace going to change in 2022? According to this research, I think it's going to be pretty widespread where work is, again, as I said, a thing you do, not a place you go, and uh, employees will be, will be offering hybrid workplaces to, to their employees uh, who they would prefer, prefer a work-from-home situation rather than a pay rise. That's how important it is to them. If you want to take a closer look at that research from Logitech, you can check it out at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. Well, the Consumer Electronics Show is just around the corner and I will be there when it opens in Las Vegas in early January. Yes, I can hear the gasps of astonishment in your voices. I am travelling to the US. I'll be over there from January the 2nd for the Consumer Electronics Show, which is back as an in-person event. It was a virtual event earlier this year, January this year. The last time I was on the ground in Las Vegas for the Consumer Electronics Show was at the start of 2020. That was pre-COVID was the last time I was in Las Vegas. So by the time I touch down again in Vegas, and that's where I'll be doing my next show from, the next Tech Guide podcast will be early next year from Las Vegas. By the time I get there again, it would have been two years since I was on the ground. It actually broke my run. I was doing, it would have been my, I think my 16th show in a row or 17th show in a row in Las Vegas. But yeah, uh, the pandemic, yeah, killed killed my, my run, my streak. But I'll be back. And the other companies that'll be back include Hisense, 
and LG. And this is the time of year where we hear about these pre-show releases where, for, where companies uh, give you a little bit of a, a taste of what to expect when CES kicks off. Hisense uh, set the ball rolling for their 2022 TV range, uh, which includes a 120-inch laser TV. That's that short throw projector. That And I saw this with my own eyes, actually, this new model. It has improved remarkably. This is a 4K short throw projector so it it's it's sits on your entertainment unit about i think a few inches from the wall it does come with a with a special screen that's mounted on the on the wall and you're able to enjoy in amazing 4K quality all of your content. The unit includes all your inputs for your your, your gaming consoles, Blu-ray players, everything else you need, Foxtel box. It's all there, and plus the interface is there as well. So the VDAR operating system, just like it's a regular TV, instead of having a physical screen, it's beamed up on the wall in 4K quality. Amazing stuff. The other things they showed me as well, of course, were their TV range. So they've got their new UHD TVs. They've got 8K mini LED, ULED TVs as well. So the whole range now is going to include HDMI 2.1 standard. And this is music to your ears if you happen to be one of the people who has a PlayStation or an Xbox right now, PlayStation 5 and an Xbox Series X right now, because they are compatible with the... HDMI 2.1, and that allows you to have 4K gaming uh, at 120 hertz, so it's a really a, a big step forward. The other thing, too, with the new Hisense TVs is the fact that they're, the, the high-end TVs, so the, the top of the range, all have mini-LED, Dolby Vision IQ, but they also have Dolby Atmos sound as well. There's one model included that has a sound bar built on the bottom of the television and a subwoofer on the back. So you're getting uh, an up-firing speakers as well. So from a TV, you're getting a subwoofer, up-firing speakers for Dolby Atmos and a sound bar. Uh, so keep an eye on that from Hisense. They're, they're going to have also IMAX enhanced certification. So if there's any content that's compatible with that, you're actually seeing more content. So normally what we do, we see like a letterbox effect, black lines, black space, top and bottom of the screen. If it's IMAX certified content, you'll actually see that space filled up with the extra content. So you're actually seeing more of that movie or whatever whatever it happens to be. So uh, that, that, that's a big, big tick for them. And to achieve IMAX certification, I was told, is not just them just ticking a box. The TV has to pass more than 900 quality tests. So you're not get any old screen can't achieve that IMAX enhanced certification. So keep an eye out for those from Hisense. They've also redesigned the TVs in terms of the thickness of the bezels and the, the legs and sort of this sort of minimal look now, cable management now on the back that sort of comes down the back of the TV through the legs of the TV now and all out of sight so you don't see anything. LG also took this opportunity uh, ahead of Christmas and ahead of CES to show us the the first glimpse of their new lifestyle TVs. Now, we, we've heard of lifestyle TVs from Samsung, the Serif. We've seen uh, the Frame TV and the the Serro as well. 
But these these are TVs that are designed to to sit in your home rather than being just a boring black rectangle that's on your wall or on your entertainment unit. They're designed to sort of look look really fresh and look for, to fit into your decor. That's exactly what LG's TVs have done. There's two in the lineup. It's called the LG Objet and the LG Stand By Me. Now the LG Objet TV is a 65-inch OLED Evo television, so the latest the latest technology. But the TV's built into like a frame, and there's a fabric cover that can move up to cover the TV or down below to cover the open space in the frame. Now, this is designed to so that the TV's just not a black, ugly, black square rectangle sitting in the corner of the room when it's not in use. So there is a fabric cover on the TV that allows you to for it to fit into your decor. So the 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 the, the fabric cover is available in in three different colours. I think it's beige, red, wood, and green, and it's developed by this tack Danish textile innovator. So it does uh, it's not just any old cover they're throwing up on the TV there. You can also too. There is a mode where you can partially have a keep. keep part of the TV uncovered and this will allow you then to display in that in that top part of the television the date the time maybe the music you're listening to the weather so it does allow you that's called line view it gives you uh, that that little view if you cast your mind back we did speak about it on the show months ago LG and even a couple of years ago when LG revealed their their roll-up TVs the OLED roll-up TV so it rolls up out of a box we're talking like a hundred $150,000 TV if you want to order one, but it had a similar thing where it could roll down into the box out of sight or just peek up out of the box to have that similar line view where you can see the time, the date. This, I, I think, will be a lot cheaper than the roll-up TV. No wording on price yet, but uh, it's going to be a hell of a lot cheaper than the roll-up uh, OLED TV. The other TV in the lifestyle lineup for LG is the Stand By Me. So it's Stand By Me, but without the D. Stand By Me. And this is a 27-inch touchscreen display on a stand. Now, the stand has wheels, so you can wheel it into any room that you want. The stand is also adjustable, so you can tilt it, twist it, turn it, so that you can face the screen wherever you happen to be in your home, whether you're laying on the lounge, laying in bed, lying in a hammock, uh, sitting at a desk. It allows you to adjust it, so whether you want to be enjoying content, a Zoom call, it's there for you. It can even mirror your smartphone if you want to stream Netflix or any other content on the on the, on the the screen. So it's just this versatile screen that's bigger than a tablet, but not quite quite as big as a television, so a really convenient size so that you could still enjoy your content in high quality uh, wherever you happen to be in your home. And it, this is all around, too, the, the LG Objet and the Stand By Me, especially more the Stand By Me, is all designed now about our around our more home-centric lifestyles. We're spending a lot more time at home thanks to the pandemic, and companies have responded to that because they know that people maybe aren't going to go to the movies as much. They're going to sit at home and stream a movie. Uh, they're going to maybe work from home, so this can help them do that as well. They want to be able to keep themselves entertained at home uh, rather than having to go out. So these are why these TVs, and I'm sure other companies are going to have products that will address this new, uh, the more time we're spending at home now. Our lifestyles are more centred around our homes nowadays, and we're going to see a lot more of that at CES. But these are the TVs from Hisense and LG. If you want to take a close look, though, you can check them out.
techguide.com.au. Moving on, we're talking about now Espresso. Now, this is an Aussie company, and I was lucky enough to be one of the first people to see their product. Now, uh, earlier, it was it was in 2020, early 2020, when I got a call from Scott McKeon. Now, he's the co-founder of Espresso, along with Will Scuderi. Now, these are two Aussies who had an idea they felt that their single little laptop screens really didn't offer them the flexibility they wanted. So what did they do? They invented a display, this ultra-portable display. I think it's 5.3 millimetres thick that allows you to add extra screen real estate to a laptop, a desktop, or whatever you want to do. So it, it, it's light enough to fit in a backpack with your laptop. So you could easily set up a workstation where you've got your laptop sitting there, and next to it, you've got an espresso display available in two sizes, 13-inch and 15-inch. I reviewed the 15-inch display in June last year. And they've since then, I was I had one of the first reviews of their product. And since then, though, they have gone on and conquered the world. They're doing really well. They're uh, they're selling now in Europe, in the US, and here in Australia, of course. And what they've just announced to is version two of their new espresso display. Still be in the same sizes, 15-inch and 13-inch, and the hardware will actually look exactly the same, apart from it having uh, the, they've gotten rid of the HDMI port. There is now just two USB-C ports, which could be like your lightning ports to connect to your monitors and laptops. But what they've also done, uh, they've Im- improved the responsive the the, sort of the 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 responsiveness of the devices. They've also really worked really hard on the touchscreen compatibility. And so you think about this: there's a lot of people who are in the sort of creative graphic art side of things, and a lot of those people work with Macs. And one thing a Mac doesn't have, whether it's a laptop or a desktop, it doesn't have a touchscreen. So here's the espresso that allows now touchscreen interactivity with all the popular all the popular things like Sketchbook, Adobe Creative, Creative Cloud. We're talking PlayStation, uh, PlayStation, <laughs> Photoshop, Illustrator, all those things. It'd be good if it was play. You can actually connect it to a PlayStation too through the HDMI port on the initial model. You probably can still do that with a second with version two as well. I'm gonna have to check that. But if you want your productivity, you want to be able to use the touchscreen. They've also now going to ship an espresso pen. So there's now a pen that they will ship uh, as an accessory to the new screen. The pen, of course, will be will be uh, compatible with the new screen. So it allows you to uh, do a lot more on-screen work, so navigating, panning, but also, too, it opens up all these collaboration tools. So if you are in with so a team meeting, remote meeting, you can be sharing a screen and using the touchscreen now to be able to work together. Now, that's enabled with software developed by Espresso as well called Espresso Flow. So this helps you enhance that experience so you can navigate and create on the display using 
using the espresso pen or just your finger. So you can easily to switch from portrait to landscape mode. It automatically rotates thanks to the auto-rotate function. So you can imagine now all these creatives and anyone else really freed up to use the touchscreen to expand their screen real estate, to be a lot more productive and creative. Uh, and so th this has really taken it to another level. Uh, the new screens, though, won't be available till early 2022. I had a sneak peek at their office here in Sydney. They did show me, I did have a bit of a hands-on look at the new models uh, and uh, they will be again available in 13-inch and 15-inch sizes. They also have accessories to go with them. So they've got a stand, these magnetic stands. There's also a magnetic mount if you want to mount it to a visa arm or a wall. Uh, so it does really help you to put them on, uh, position them comfortably. There's also the case that doubles up not only as a protection for the screen, but it can be folded back so that it can act as a stand as well to support the various viewing angles, whether you're drawing, viewing, uh, you can set it up in li literally in seconds. The Espresso Pen, new feature also, Espresso Flow has had an update as well so that it will work even more efficiently with version two of the display. And again, very popular with content creators, content consumers, professionals, all, all these people who are, some are adapting to hybrid working, which we spoke about, traveling and commuting easier with their, with their laptop and screen, uh, creating more stuff in the field, uh, engaging with content as well. So you can use this to view content, not just to create content. So you can do that a lot more efficiently uh, uh, with the new Espresso version two screens in 13 inch and 15 inch. Uh, Price-wise, they are going to be the Aussie pricing for the 13-inch is going to be $669. So they've gone up a little bit because they are better. The 13-inch used to be – the original 13-inch is still available for $529. The 15-inch display – is going to be priced at $749. And that doesn't include the accessories, uh, for which I don't have the exact pricing for those, but expect them in early 2022 when we actually get our hands on them again. I had a really sneak, really quick look at them, but I will be getting my hands on them again to do a proper review in early 2022. If you want to take a closer look at the Espresso version 2 displays, you can check them out, techguide.com.au. Keeping you updated and educated. Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Norton. They're the company that can keep you and your family safe online. Now, if you're an online gamer, you want the best performance while still helping to maintain your computer security. And that's exactly what Norton 360 for Gamers offers. The patented Game Optimizer technology can help maximize gaming performance while still helping to maintain the level of security you've come to expect from Norton LifeLock. Game Optimizer can free your PC from power-hungry programs running in the background that eat up your system's resources, helping you get more performance out of your rig. Whether you're a hardcore gamer or just a casual player, Norton 360 for Gamers helps provide multiple layers of protection for your devices, game accounts, and digital assets. Norton 360 for Gamers also includes features that help protect against cyber threats, including malware and webcam takeovers. If you want to help ensure all the available computing power of your system is allocated to the game for maximum performance, while still helping to maintain maximum protection, then put Norton 360 for Gamers on your team. 
Listeners of the Tech Guide podcast will receive a 50% discount to a year's subscription of Norton 360 for Gamers by using the promo code TECHGUIDE when they visit au.norton.com forward slash techguide. And now, a Tech Guide review with Stephen Fennick. Kicking off the reviews for this week's show is the Epson EcoTank ET4850 printer. Now, I get a lot of questions about printers, surprisingly enough, but I think the reason for that is because you, you think a lot of people are working from home, their, stu- their, their kids are at home, maybe doing projects, and printers are still re- a really important part of any home office. You might even be running a small business from, from home. So having a, an, a printer is really important. And what's even more important, though, is to have one that provides not only the quality but also and the performance, but also value. I think the biggest complaint from anyone who buys a printer is just how bloody expensive the cartridges are. Well, what about if you got rid of the cartridges altogether? That's what the Epson EcoTank ET4850 has done. This is the top-of-the-line model. There are a range of other cheaper EcoTank printers. So uh, if this isn't the printer for you, there are cheaper options that offer the same convenience that I'm about to talk about. And that convenience is not having cartridges, but rather ink tanks. Now, this printer comes with the ink it comes with enough ink for you to print up to 14,000 monopages or up to 5,200 5, colour pages. So to me, that's a bit enough ink for nearly two years uh, out of the box. So this is something you don't have to buy extra. You don't have to be rushing up to the shops for, for ink cartridges, desperately trying to, trying to print out your child's school project for the next day or your work document. This is all out of the box, enough ink to last you a very, very, very long time. And it does this thanks to its new precision core heat-free technology. So it does, instead of using the ink cartridge, which has the ink head, the printer head on it as well, it does use this new print chip, this high-density chip that can generate 40 million precision dots per second to give you pro-level, really sharp printouts. Now, a lot of people are thinking, well, you know what? They get tempted into buying a printer they see in the shops for like 59 bucks or 49 bucks, and they go, oh, that's how good's that? They buy it. And then they discover that when it comes time to buy the replacements cartridges, that they're spending probably twice as much money than they paid for the printer in the first place. So this bargain they thought they were getting is now costing them twice as much as what the printer's worth Uh, when they need to buy a first full set of cartridges. So with that in mind, I should point out that the ET4850 is... Is has a higher upfront cost. Its its recommended retail price is six hundred and forty nine dollars, but I have seen it for under six hundred in stores. You probably get it for five nine nine, or maybe a little even cheaper if you do a bit of negotiating. But you got to remember that price includes your ink, so that's still competitive. Because you think about it, on average, even if you let's say you had to buy five sets of replacement cartridges in a year on your normal printer. Now, if you buy a set of cartridges, you normally got to buy five colours, sometimes four colours, sometimes five colours, and it's it's around 100 bucks each time you need to update all of your cartridges. So if you add that up, if you do that five times a year, 
that's 500 bucks. So with the when you look back at it, this upfront cost may be a little higher, but you certainly make your money back in the meantime. And if you do have an ink, an ink cartridge printer, you're going to be buying cartridges forever until you throw the printer away. With the Epson, if you when it is time to update, if you do need more ink, you're buying ink bottles that are like 14 15 bucks per bottle. And that those bottles will last you again for another couple of years. So if you do the math and look at long term the long term savings you're going to make, the eco tank comes out in front every single time. Now, in terms of setup, a lot of people are a little bit intimidated, thinking, oh, how hard is it? I've got to fill ink. I've got to do this. It's really, really easy. Uh, and it all starts with the Epson Smart app as well, the the Epson app, that's it, the Smart Panel app, it's called. And it steps you through the process one step at a time. And there's the illustrations on the screen, and it corresponds with the display on the device itself. It's got a 2.4-inch display, and it sets you up you can you pour in the ink bot the ink into the tanks. They're very clearly marked in terms of colours. So you put the black, the cyan, the magenta, yellow. There's no mistaking where each bottle has to go. And each of the bottles too has an auto stop on it. It's called uh, the auto stop, so it's spill free. So it'll only open up once it's it's placed onto the tank uh, that that it's that it is uh, matches with. And then the ink will flow into the into the tank. Once it's full, you just simply pull it out, put the cap back on. Not a drop of ink will be will be spilt thanks to this new auto stop spill free bottles. Uh, from the app, you can uh, w- complete the setup. You print out a couple of test pages as well, just to make sure the print heads are aligned, uh, so that you, the print quality is superb. And we've been using them for our podcast scripts, for uh, printing our photos, and various other forms we've had to fill out because we're travelling in a couple of weeks. So a few forms we've had to fill out. So uh, it has come in handy, knowing that not only am I getting a really good looking printout, but also too that there's ink there for days, for for years, I should say. That so there's no worry about me having to dash up to the shops to get the to a to find the right cartridges and b to uh to pay for them and bring them home and get them ready to uh to to print straight away because oftentimes you find this out you find out you got no ink at like 11 o'clock at night and there's a bit of panic sets in especially if your child's assignment's due the next day or you got an important work meeting that you need to have documents printed out for this is not an issue with the epson et4850 eco tank now there is the the app is quite handy too. Apart from helping you set it up, you can help you print from uh, from from there. The, the from the app, there's all you can print things like documents. You can you can check scan documents as well. Uh, you can capture documents with the smartphone with your smartphone camera. Perform maintenance as well, like print head cleaning. And there's another app too you can download called the Creative Print app, Epson Creative Print. So you can do things like print out calendars, greeting cards, lined paper, a collage. Really handy for you to get through that as well. Rather than having to buy a greeting card, you can print one. How good's that? And actually, quality is not too bad. Uh, so quality-wise, let's talk about that. Maximum print resolution of 4,800 by 1,200 DPI. That's dots per inch. You can scan to a maximum resolution of 9,600 DPI. Don't forget, this is a multi-function printer. Printing, scanning, copying. It's even a fax. 
Faxes still exist. Don't laugh. Faxes are still used because of their security. They're used a lot in um, in legal circles. So, yes, if you need a fax, the 4850 from Epson has that. And it can handle all kinds of paper sizes from legal size paper, letter, 8.5 inch by 13 inch, A4, B5, A5, A6 and B6. Prints on plain paper, uh, Epson matte paper, Epson glossy photo paper, photo quality inkjet paper. So... It's not just documents you're printing out. It is also photos as well. And it, it, is, it does actually print out some really sharp photos. That's the, the other use. Uh, we've been, uh, been pumping out some photos from our phone. It does connect wirelessly with your smartphone, your tablet. It is air print compatible. So if you're an iPad or an iPhone user, no need to connect any other drivers or any other software. It'll work straight out of the phone. And if you're using any other device, mobile device, Simply connect to the same network as the printer, whether you're using a laptop, a smartphone, a tablet, and you'll be able to print out documents straight from your device as well. Now, the Epson EcoTank uh, 4850 does come with a two-year warranty, and it's priced at six four nine, but I have seen it for cheaper than that. But uh, look, I think you're going to make your money back in no time. So you, no worry about having to rush up and buy these replacement ink cartridges. You can have all the ink you need for up to up to two years. So nearly the whole warranty period, you're going to probably have you're going to be swimming in ink, well, swimming inside. They're in the tanks. You're not going to be. It's not going to create a mess. But you know what I mean. A lot of ink to go around. The Epson EcoTank ET4850 is there, is available now. And if you want to read our complete review, see what it looks like, you can check that out at techguide.com.au. We've known Oppo as a pretty smart uh, smartphone brand. They they do make some pretty nice devices. Uh, they're they're pretty. Uh, they make mid tier devices. A couple of flagship devices they've they've uh, produced. Well, they've now produced though their first folding smartphone, the Find N. This is the very first foldable flagship smartphone for the company. They say the result of four years of research and development and six generations of prototypes. Uh, it was unveiled last week at their Innovation Day. This is a showcase of their latest technology. And it does really take a new approach to the smartphone folding form factor. And I think the only point of reference we've got really in this, in this similar to this, is the Galaxy Z Fold Three, uh, and and the, there's big differences here between the Z Fold Three and the Find N. First thing is the front screen is a lot shorter and wider, which I think makes using that front screen a little easier. I find with the Z Fold Three, which I've reviewed on Tech Guide a few months ago, the front screen is long and skinny and really hard to type on so it's really not you can't get much done on that front screen so you're forced to open the device uh, most of the time and you know things things like answering calls I guess as you can easily do things like that but uh, if you want to look up a map or type a message it is a little bit cumbersome uh, really does require you to open up the device in full well Oppo with this with their front screen it is, a, it is the shape of the screen is a lot more manageable. It's 5.49 inches, so decent size. The inside screen is 7.1 inches, so you've got a more a sort of a more likely shape, a more useful shape. So the front, you can get a lot done, wider, still shorter, but still enough room to, to use one-handed. 
to do everything you need to do, whether it's typing a message, looking at a map. But then when it's time to open it up, you've got this inner 7.1-inch display that is uh, can let you enjoy your content on a grander scale, multitask, have multiple apps running at the same time. The inside screen has an 8.4 by 9 aspect ratio, so it's slightly wider than square, uh, which is good for watching movies, your TV shows, whatever content you want to watch. Uh, so it, it's, it also has a hardly noticeable crease as well, and that's because of its hinge. The The secret source here is the Flexion hinge, which uh, is allows the screen to open up flat. So if you take a close look at the Galaxy Z Fold 3, there is still a bit of a gap at the hinge so that the, all the layers of the, of the screen have room to open and close and move around. Well, the Flexion hinge has 136 components with precision of up to 0.01 millimetres so that it's really smooth and precise operation. So you're able to open and close the screen uh, to, to so that it's almost flat. There's no gap at all, unlike the Z Fold 3, which has a little gap for safety. This doesn't have the gap. It's, it's totally flat when it's closed, which means the device itself is going to be a little bit smaller, a little bit thinner, and uh, le- there's less of a crease uh, that you'll find as well. According to Oppo, they say the crease is 80% less noticeable compared to similar devices, and they're talking about the Z Fold 3. There's not many other similar devices. Uh, so that that's a really a, a great step forward for them. The, the phone can also fold open. It rests between 50 degrees and 120 degrees, so that you do have that flexibility to open it up at an angle, and that... You can t- some of the apps can take advantage of that, whether you're listening to music, taking notes, using it like a mini laptop, using it like a tripod to take you, holding it open at an angle like a tripod to take your photos or videos uh, or have an online meeting. It does really come in handy. So um, the display itself has a custom 12-layer, uh, twelve. it's called the Serene display. That's the name they've given it. So it, had, it does have that durability to work with the Flexion hinge for really smooth folding experiences, folding it open, closing it again. It does work really smoothly. The inside screen has a dynamic refresh rate of up to 120 hertz. It's a shame the outside screen doesn't do that. The outside screen uh, operates, I think, up to 60 hertz, but the inside screen has a refresh rate, so it, it looks at what you're doing on the screen and can adapt it anywhere between 10 hertz to 120 hertz based on what you're watching. Obviously, you're playing a video or or watching a movie, uh, playing a game or a movie, it's going to move up to 120 hertz, so it's a lot smoother. But if you're just looking at a web page or looking at a photo, it's going to come down to um, to a lower refresh rate. That's to save the battery as well. Uh, but you know what? There's a catch here with uh, with this new device. It does sound really good. It's got a Snapdragon 888 mobile platform, 12 gig of RAM, 512 gig of storage, has Dolby Atmos, got a fingerprint uh, scanner housed within the power button. Uh, but before we get too excited... The Oppo Find N at this point won't be coming to Australia. It will only be available in China from December 23. But here's my thoughts on this. Here's my prediction. China will be used as a test market, and it is a big market. I think what we'll see is that maybe the Oppo Find N2, which may be released in a matter of months, 
may be the device that does make its way to Australia, to the US and Europe and other parts of the world. I think uh, they're going to just float it out to customers. They're opposite a Chinese company, so the locals get first crack at it. But I'd say there'll be some demand for this to, to move out worldwide. And I'm looking forward to Mobile World Congress, the mobile trade show in late February, early March, where I will also be. And I think Oppo will have a few interesting things to say about the future of the find end. But for now, you can only look at the photos. Unfortunately, it's not coming to Australia any time that we know of. Could be early next year. We don't know. But if you want to have a closer look at it, the only place you can do that is techguide.com.au. Wireless chargers, we've all got them. We charge our phones with them. But when your phone's not being charged, the charger, what is it doing? It's just sitting there. Well, 12 South has come up with this cool new product called the Power Pick, and it's called the Power Pick Mod, which means that it is a wireless smartphone charger. So if you've got a Qi-compatible smartphone, like an iPhone, a Samsung phone, any of the wireless charging phones, it can not only charge that device, but when it's not charging that device, it can also double as a photo frame. So there's this loose sight frame within the on the stand. Within that frame is the charging module that your phone rests on, whether you want to display it horizontally or vertically, so landscape or portrait. So it will charge your phone through the loose sight frame, even if the phone's in a case, by the way, it will still do that. But when the phone is off the stand for most of the time, it's also a photo frame. So you can fit a six by four photo or a graphic on the inside. You might want to maybe have a printout for a barcode. You might own a cafe or a restaurant. It could be a menu. While it's also a charger, it can also display some information or if you're for home use, can maybe have a photo there. Maybe a family photo, your, your partner, your wife, your dog, whatever you want to put in there. It does allow you to display a photo on the inside of that. There's a little magnetic cover on the loose sight frame. So you can put a photo in there. And then when you come back to charge your phone, you don't have to take the photo out. It just rest it on the stand and it will still charge your device. There's a 10-watt charging model embe- uh, module embedded inside the Lucite frame, so it'll charge your device while it's resting on the surface, either in p- portrait or landscape mode, uh, and really easy to do. If you want to change your photo, you can uh, easily detach that little magnetic cover, put a new photo in there, or a new graphic. You might want to offer uh, charging services for your cafe, or there might be a QR code you want them to scan, or you might be an Airbnb owner, you might want to display a welcome message on there, uh, you, but you, it's still a charging device at the same time. So it's a, it's a two-in-one. You, it's a charger, it's a photo frame. It's a photo frame, it's a charger, and sometimes both at the same time. Now, the, uh, the PowerPick mod from 12 South, it's available now. It's either, you can have it as a black, uh, black mount, so the bottom of it's black or the bottom of it's white. Uh, it's available now for $99.95, and there's still time to rush out and get one for Christmas. I reckon this will be a really cool present for someone who you may not have bought for. So it's a charger, and they can put a photo in it. Really, it's two, two gifts in one. You want to take a closer look at it, check it out, techguide.com.au. You're listening to Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Netgear. They're Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand. Is your Wi-Fi struggling to keep up with your streaming, work, gaming, video calling and more? And what happens if you're doing all of that at once? 
When you're connected to your world by Wi-Fi, be sure it's the best. Bring your Wi-Fi up to speed with Orbi Wi-Fi 6 from Netgear. Orbi Wi-Fi 6 is the best and latest in Wi-Fi. It covers your entire home with the fastest Wi-Fi for uninterrupted streaming, video calling and working and learning from home on more devices than ever before in any part of the house. It's Wi-Fi perfectly engineered. Are you ready for the best Wi-Fi ever? Find out more at netgear.com.au slash best Wi-Fi. All your tech questions answered. This is the Tech Guide Help Desk. The Tech Guide Help Desk brought to you by our good friends at Belkin. Belkin, if you want a power bank, you want some cables, you want somewhere to put your air tags. They've even now have uh, wireless earphones. They've got all those products available to you. Check them out, belkin.com forward slash au. Now, we, had a lot of, we have a lot of questions about television. So people um, ask us about all these various features and things that maybe aren't working properly, all these improvements that, we, that we've seen over the years. The fact that your TV is a smart device, I think, will give, up, will give away what I'm about to talk about. Like your phone, like your computer, like everything else, and in my case, like my car, my Tesla, I'm updating software on that all the time. Your TV needs its software updated. So although I know people have on their phone auto update setting, so if there is an update, it'll just install itself. Uh, some don't. Some get this notification and they think, oh, I've got to, got to update it. And, you know, my, my, my advice is always update because that update is going to make it better. It's going to make it more secure, faster. All these benefits you're going to get. So don't begrudge an update. And in the case of your TV, a lot of people aren't aware that you can even update it. I think there, there, there are some people who may have a TV. They might not have activated the auto update and it just sits there possibly for years without not them knowing there's a software update available. They just don't think, I need to update my TV. They, a lot of people don't think that. And oftentimes, a lot of features are introduced and improvements to the TV for when there is a software update. You, often you see new streaming services added and all these other little features that are improved, uh, including the security of the TV as well. So my advice, dig into the settings of your TV. If it's a smart TV, normally if you sort of go into the section where it says about this TV and it'll tell you the software version and you'll be able to check in that section of the menu the, you'll be able to check if there's an update available. And I'm telling you now, if you haven't done this for a while, there will be an update there. But if you are, while you are in that section, if there is the ability to set it to auto-update, click that to on so that all your updates come through when you need them. And you know what? There'll be less help that you need from me because all of those new features and things you're asking for are going to be there. So just remember, not only do you have to update your phone, your tablet, in my case, my car, you can also update your TV. That is our final show for 2021. It's our show for the week and our last show for the year. If you need to find out about anything we've spoken about on the show, you can go to the usual place, techguide.com.au, to find out more. And if you want to get in touch, we'll still be reading your emails, info at techguide.com.au. We want to thank our sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs, and also Norton, the company that can keep you and your family safe online. Thank you once again for 
for listening. We hope you have a happy and safe Christmas and a prosperous new year. Our next show will be coming to you in early January from the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. So until then, stay safe and stay connected. We'll be right back.